Hi, this is Malayan Verveer. And this is Kim Azzarelli. We are co-authors of the book, Fast Forward, How Women Can Achieve Power and Purpose. And you're listening to Seneca's Conversations on Power and Purpose. Hey, everyone, this is Kim Azzarelli, and I am so excited to be hosting this special edition, Women Rule Web 3. Now, the world of Web3 is moving so fast from the metaverse to DeFi to NFTs. On this show, we'll break it down for you through interviews with incredible leaders, experts, and artists. Today, we're talking to Ola Volo, a leading female artist out of Canada. Ola's large-scale murals and significant illustration projects have resulted in a global audience and fan base. Born and raised in Kazakhstan, Ola's distinctive style is drawn from Eastern European folklore, multiculturalism, and identity. Over the past year, she's fallen in love with the NFT art space. Ola is one of the six amazing artists that we are featuring in the Seneca Women Equality Collection, a special NFT collection with Nifty Gateway. I spoke to Ola about her work. Here's what she had to say. Well, Ola, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. So we are absolutely delighted that you are part of the Seneca Women Equality Collection, this collection that we're doing of six amazing women NFT artists. When did you get involved in NFTs and why? Thank you so much for having me part of the collection. I'm absolutely delighted to be part of this incredible um, collective of women. And, uh, you know, NFTs have been part of my world since it's about a year and a half now that I've been creating work for NFTs. But... Um, I've been curious about how to, you know, a part of my creative process has been, is digital. So ha- this has been such a beautiful transition to create the work I want that speaks for me and that I can share with a completely new crowd of people. And the community is so tight that I, I, uh, yeah, that once I made that trans, not, not transition, I would say, but as it included that as part of my creative process and, um, a new community and I feel like I expanded into like a more world connection with a lot more artists so it's been beautiful. It's so true that the NFT community feels so tight and all at the same time very global. Yeah. So you feel so personally connected to people so quickly. It's it's kind of an amazing thing especially for someone like myself who's been working around global women's issues for so many years. I'm I'm super excited about this collection too is global in nature and we'll continue to add artists from all over the world. That's amazing. I feel that also, you know, voices and styles are being recognized from across the world, but it's like there's space for it now. There's space for us to um, to show our work uh, and it's, it can be seen in seconds and on a global stage. So yeah, this is, I think this is just the beginning of something that's going to be, become the new form of how we share our work for the future. Well, your work incorporates patterns that are almost like folklore illustrations. How does your personal background inform your art? Uh, in a huge way, actually. Um, I was born and raised in Kazakhstan. So um, I speak Russian, but my mom is Polish. So, But in Kazakhstan, it's such a multicultural um, hub. So my, my dad uh, speaks Russian, my mom speaks Polish and Russian. So when we moved to Canada... Uh, when I was 10, uh, it's really become a way to like, art became a way to bridge my, those worlds together. So, you know, all this Eastern European background merged with this being in Canada. I was like, how do I speak about my background, but yet in a modern way, in a contemporary way. So for me, I started to 
you know, relearn and understand Eastern European folklore and how folklore is actually super universal and how these patterns are also universal and how they, you know, they evoke the sense of, um, some sense of, um, something familiar, something that feels like it belongs to your childhood, but then it evokes emotion too, in me at least. So when I create my work, I like to borrow from those stories and those characters that I grew up with as a, as a, as a kid in Kazakhstan. And then I bring in the stories of, and, you know, in my, as a woman, I, I just, for me, I look at these, how do I want to represent, what kind of woman do I want to draw and represent? the emotions and the the stories I want to tell. And each piece is different, but um, a lot of my work is inspired by those, you know, by my background, exactly. <laughs> and, and of course, I, I am always trying to sort of learn more about my past and include into, into my, into my work. And in some way, I try to bypass language as a way to connect, you know, with my family and my relatives back in Eastern Europe and also across Canada. And sort of, I feel my work is very narrative and, or I see it that way at least. And that sort of, by, you know, bypasses those language barriers that I, I faced a lot when we came to Canada and I had to, le- you know, learn English. And now I live in Montreal where I'm learning French. So there's always been that wow. language barrier as part of my, part of my life, I guess. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm really lucky because I'm looking at, this incredible piece of art that you did for the collection. And it is so, it is so packed with emotion. And I think it does have so many layers of storytelling going on. And it's just, uh, it's pretty unbelievable. You know, you also are known for your murals, these just incredibly large murals. How have you found, first of all, I'd love to hear how you got into murals, but then also, you know, how are you finding, you know, making NFTs versus making murals? When I got into murals, you know, it's been about uh, 10 years ago now. It's been a decade. But I I loved street art. I loved how, you know, it always provoked conversations between people. So for me, when I saw, um, I, t- I saw Shepard Fairey painting on the streets. And I was like, man, I really want to do that. I want to make work that feels like it's larger than me. That it feels like when I can <clears throat> leave it in a space or in a country or in a city that I love, and I can leave it and it could just live on its own. Mm-hmm. And so some of the murals I make are like, you know, 10 stories high or 12 stories high. And, you know, you're up there creating work that's so, it takes a long time, but it's, you know, that it's, it's a landmark, you know, it becomes, you're changing space and you're also taking up space, you know, and that's something I was very shy about at the beginning about, you know, I didn't feel like my style was really fitting with graffiti scene. And, and I was like, I don't know, but I just really want to do it. I, I want I felt like I needed to create on the streets. And that was my passion at that moment. And I, and I, when I started, I was like, no wonder I was so drawn to it because it opened up a whole new community for me that I felt like was my tribe, you know, my, 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 my people in some way. And they're all creatives who love to be on the streets and, and space and take up walls and make sure their voices are heard. And so, but, you know, part of my creative process has always been sketching and going to places where the murals are going to be painted and understanding what the stories of the, are the community and making sure that that story of the community is seen in the artwork because it is a they have to live with the artwork you know so I wanted to make sure they they connect to it so part of that process is doing a lot of revisions and I thought that always kind of relied on digital art as a way of you know being forgiving and 
evolve in, you know, you can change the art, you can shape it, you can refine it and make it better. And so, but that part of my process was also a little bit lost and not, um, not shared with anyone. You know, I create a lot of digital work, but I would never, and don't really expose it anywhere. And I would just jump into this uh, portion of the murals. And when I, when, you know, when I started doing NFTs, I realized that I was, you know, using my concepts and refining them to such a degree that I felt that they were, they could live in the digital space forever. I was so ready to, you know, I had to refine them over and over to make sure that they're ready to be permanently in a different space that's that's worldly and that's permanent and i i thought how how beautiful that that loop of the creative process actually feels so organic to me because it's always been there it's just that i never you know my process kind of ended on this on the murals out the streets and i would never come back to that digital piece again and then this sort of like um yeah it just kind of completed my completed that loop for me at least for now and then uh, and then to be able to see all these creators doing such different variety of styles and like today you know I don't have to go somewhere to Germany just to see that piece I can actually you know be you know see that artist be creative and today and not not you know and not from years ago so I feel like it connected us even closer yeah, it's so interesting what you're saying about like taking up space, like the big, you know, 10 story murals. And at the same time, you're kind of doing the same thing in the digital world because you're able to, you know, have, like you said, that permanent, lasting and instantly global recognition of your work. We'll be back after this break. For this collection, which I am just, I'm just so awe inspired by the by the six of you artists that are part of the collection. You know, we had asked for each artist to share with us how they envision equality. So how did you think about the piece for this collection? I thought a lot about this piece because once we started talking, uh, you know, this it was exactly when uh, the war broke out in Ukraine and mm. it really affected me deeply because I have a lot of family living in on the border uh, of Ukraine and Poland and Russia, and it just felt everybody was in such in such distraught. And I was right away felt like I needed to create something that speaks about how much you know we we need to be united. We need to feel like we have each other's back. We need to, especially the women. And you know, my family was so affected by it too so there's a lot of conversations that were happening right at that moment of creation and so as i said like a lot of the times when i create i want to create work that is feels so close to me and feels like close to the community that i'm part of so i thought i really felt the need to create something as a reflection of this of this moment in my life and moment in the world and so i created these two characters that you know represent about being taking care of each other knowing that we have each other's back and women we all suffer the same and so i want like we feel that pain and i wanted these women to feel that they that they have each other that they have each other forever and that i don't know their 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 closeness their 
you know, they're, they're wearing these traditional dresses and yet they're, they're modern contemporary women. And so there's these, a lot of symbology of, you know, the sunflowers and the tattoos that evoke power and, and, and that, that they have within themselves, you know, the, the, the birds, the flowers. And I really wanted this piece to feel like, although it's very sensitive and, um, I don't know how to say it, but mm, delicate in some ways in their eyes. There's a lot of like, um, you know, I feel like with, with, with people in general, you just need to feel united and feel like you can get through anything. And so that's, I, I really didn't know how to create a piece that evokes more, some kind of positivity in such a hard time. And I felt like this piece kind of, exactly fits right in that middle where it it's sensitive but it's empowering and that's the emotion I wanted to come across from this piece I think you definitely accomplished that and the strength in their eyes too I feel like the strength in their eyes and the way they're connected physically I think it's just amazing and the layers I mean the detail in the layers is just really really beautiful oh thank you that's took me forever. <laughs> I can only but, imagine. I mean, it, the precision is just really exquisite. I mean, you. it's just really, really beautiful. Thank you so much. Yeah, I can't wait for the world to see. <laughs> I feel very lucky because I have a sneak peek. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess my last question is, and maybe you've addressed some of this, but still, you know, do you think Web3 and NFTs have been good for women, will be good for women? I'm very bullish on what Web3 can do for women, but really curious what you think. Me too. <laughs> I, think it, I think this is a huge opportunity for us to take up space indifferently. And I, as I said earlier, like for for me, when I got into a different community of street art and murals, I felt like, oh, I don't know if I belong in this space. Or I felt the same way when I got into the NFT space at the beginning, that when it was a year and a half ago. And it took a year and a half or a year when I was like, I feel like there's a lot more women in here and I feel so much more excited about the future because you could tell the voices are varied. Like you feel that their styles are welcomed and the the kind of messaging we put into our work is is you know is celebrated. And I'm like, this is I think this is a beautiful opportunity to challenge the space, the art space. And it it's all we've always struggled to take up space in museums and in galleries and and we do it and we do it well but it's been it's been a, it's been you know a challenge of its own so i think this is another way for us to you know jump jump the you know kind of like bypass the traditional way of doing things and and create work and unite other other artists and collaborate between women across the world in a, a very organic way. And I'm like this. I think it actually is a huge opportunity for styles and voices to be heard like immediately. We don't have to wait until you know we get picked up by the biggest museum or something. No, I think this is this is the moment for us to be able to bypass that and you know create work that's seen in the world like immediately. Yeah. I love that. I mean, that's that's what I'm feeling about this too, as someone who's been working, trying to push for women's advancement in all different institutions and places. And thank you, know, you for that. Thank you so much for that. Trying, trying, trying. But now I see that with technology, there's the chance to not have to ask for permission. 
Yeah. Um, and to just kind of take it straight to the people. And, and I, I think that's, that's a really exciting moment, but it's really important that the narrative that's written around women and Web3 is a true one. And I think there are women in Web3. And I think, you know, what you're doing, what the other women artists are doing, I think this is like a really important statement, particularly in this moment, as you said earlier. So again, Ola, sincere, sincere thanks for being part of this collection, for what you're doing. And um, so excited for the world to see it all. It's <laughs> such a pleasure to talk to you, Kim. And thank you. I, I can't wait to share this. I think it's going to be a beautiful collection. And I thank you for everything you do. I am so honored to be, you know, to be part of this. What an amazing conversation with Ola. And her work is so inspiring. Go to SenecaWomen.com to see her work and the other artists in the Seneca Women Equality Collection. Join us tomorrow for another Women Rule Web3 conversation. Have a great day. You're listening to Seneca Women, conversations on power and purpose, brought to you by the Seneca Women Podcast Network and iHeartRadio, with support from founding partner P&G. If you'd like to join the Seneca Women Network, go to SenecaWomen.com. There you'll get access to exclusive events and workshops, plus updates on new podcasts and other opportunities to get involved.